Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm So. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Happy Tuesday. It's so coming to you from the studio with Ryan Holloman. Ryan, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh, we're so pumped to have you again. The Travel Brats loved you last time. And guys, if you have not listened to a previous episode with Ryan, he is the CEO and founder of Season Salsa. Ryan, how is that going, by the way? It's going well. We're very close to actually launching it out. Uh, just wait on a fat check. And, uh, Great. Uh, from there, waiting for the... Uh, what to tell the FDA to send me back uh, all my information. Your approval, all so, your yeah. information. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's really cool. He's an entrepreneur, guys. He's a Florida local. Now, you're born and raised in Clearwater? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we did, guys, the previous episode we did was on Clearwater. And, again, Ryan is a Florida expert. So we bopped around <laughs> to a few other Florida cities. Uh, today, we're actually going to talk about St. Pete. Really cool, unique spot. Uh, again, you can also take, like, a day trip there if you're visiting Tampa. Uh, and a couple other areas around there. It's beautiful, has beautiful waters, it has beautiful pier, beautiful art, uh, really good food. It's, again, another, like, coastal hidden gem. Um, and so we'll just go ahead and start with my favorite topic. What What is there to eat in St. Pete, Ryan? So, I mean, I think we're going to go in a little bit different order because definitely we're going to go with kind of dessert first. Okay, do um, it. So we have what's called the Candy Kitchen. It's actually in Mad- uh, Madeira Beach. Uh, it is quite honestly the biggest hole in the wall you'll ever see. It's right. in this like corner, and because everything in Moderna Beach is like, it's still that old style St. Pete. Don't it's not like you have updated buildings that have been built right for like 15 years. We're talking like 25 plus years, but it has all the kind of old candies that you'd actually um, either oh, remember from your childhood yeah. or you'd either kind of forgot. Uh, so. Um, it's kind of that pop, that, that mom and pop shop feeling. Uh, all the old people. Not only do they have the old candies, but they have sometimes old toys as well. So, no um, goofy ones that I used to play with was um, we call it a Jacob's ladder. Essentially, all it is is a, a block and it's woven, and uh-huh. you can move it, and it looks like the block is always falling. Oh, cool! Uh, so again, just a goofy kind of mind trick. Hand to your kid, they have fun. You know, in the car, don't bother you for an hour. So. Right, right. That sounds fun. Uh, you know, but then they have the, old, the kind of the things you remember, like bean booze, old jelly beans, um, you know, to the, to, to, you know, to the original whatchamacallit, which, who doesn't like saying that? Right. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's fun. I love that. So, Candy Kitchen, fun for adults and for kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you had told me about, uh, what, what was it, Brooked and Board Grill? It was a, uh, uh, it has a weird name, so it's Brooke. technically Broken Board, broken, but it's I get it. Broke and then the letter N, okay. Board. Um, so I was when I was telling you about this, uh, my cousin at the time was working there as the host, oh, no um, and had made friends with the owner, and they had amazing food, basically from sea to, from sea to table. Uh-huh. That's essentially, kind of how it was. Yeah, they always had a special; it was always phenomenal. Um, and unfortunately, the chef actually left, um, which took out the entire business. Unfortunately, no um, so just the food quality wasn't the same after that. They couldn't find the guy who Aww. basically made that place the way it is. That um, sucks. With that being said, the location still exists. It just might not necessarily be the you know the broken board. Um, I can't imagine that place not finding an owner just because it is on the it is on one of the main streets mm-hmm. and it's literally ten minutes. 
10 minutes to probably find a parking spot, five yeah. minutes to walk from there from the oh, beach. Oh, nice. So, you know, it's not necessarily your, your off-the-beach spot. Like, I'm going to find a whole bunch of hotels and everything. Right, right. find more apartment complexes. Yeah. But it's a good place to go um, either way. Um, in that area, and like I said, with the candy kitchen, that's shit right across the street. So while you're over there, oh, there you go. You know, get a little you're gonna, you're snack. It, so. Get a little food. Get a little to-go snack for later. Yeah, that's absolutely. cool. Oh, I like that. And then there was one, like on the subject of drinks, there was one spot that I wanted to shout out. Um, Saigon Blonde. I loved it. We went actually originally to St. Pete. Gosh, like a year ago, um, with my friend Reka, she lives in Tampa. We did like a day trip uh, to go see some art, to go walk on the pier, go check out the restaurants, and we there's that cool strip where you can bar hop. And mm-hmm. Saigon Blonde was like such a cool ambiance, um, inviting atmosphere, elegant, modern decor, but it had like a mix of like jungle and lanterns, and again yeah. like Saigon, and uh, super exotic cocktails. They all were amazing um, from like mint julep stuff to kind of like all kinds of funky tequilas and vodkas and it's like one of those places you order a drink and it takes just as long as like an appetizer it, would yeah. yeah but the drink is phenomenal it's so good <laughs> and again it's so fun because they were they're so tiny too but there's they're kind of pricey but they're oh they're so good and they're like all funky so we really loved it uh i actually wanted to read the legend of saigon blonde because i didn't realize that um the bar in saint pete was based off of an actual like bar in Saigon. Nice. Yeah, so basically during during one of history's most devastating wars, um, hidden deep in the heart of the capital of Vietnam, I love how they like wrote this story, lay a safe haven known as Saigon Lounge. The pro- proprietor, uh, the proprietor, writer? Mm-hmm. I'm losing my mind. I'm like, the proprietor? I can't, I can't <laughs> need my glasses from this bar. The proprietor, beautiful blonde Vietnamese and French lady. Um, she basically had created this oasis for soldiers. Um, and she basically had two rules. Weapons at the door, and then just enjoy. So literally, like, it was this place where um, soldiers from both sides could just go and have a drink and relax. And, like, it yeah. was like a peace. It was like a peaceful area. It was like a peace zone. Um, and then, again, she was beautiful, and everyone respected her and followed her rules. So she was kind of like a, you know, an entrepreneurial very Absolutely. leader of a lady um, and it was kind of cool so the doors ended up closing and it closed down in there but I think I mean the founder must have known about this story and started up a Saigon Blonde in St. Pete out of all places which is kind of funky Yeah. so yeah so that's the kind of cool little story of Saigon Blonde and uh, I just love the ambiance I think it would be really cool for like date night drinks or like if you guys are all grabbing a drink before dinner or like you could do girls night friends there it's just kind of one of those unique ambiances that can fit any kind of night whether it's friends only girls boys or like you know date night i mean even from the history standpoint i mean not to get to a darker place but when you have a place that's meant to be welcoming um, to the soldiers with how the Vietnam War was where nobody was welcomed home, which right. is why now. Right. Now, here's your reminder. If you see anybody with a uh, Vietnam War hat, shirt, say welcome home, right. it's it bars an homage to when they weren't welcomed home when they came back from the war. Right, um, exactly. But to have a place that is supposed to be, uh, you could say in memory, but essentially to, 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 to honor them as the back history. Yeah. Um, is, is, is awesome. Isn't that cool? And yeah. they have a, to, to kind of commemorate the woman who started Saigon Blonde, um, they have a, like a cool logo with this pretty lady that has blonde hair. So there's like a little Asian oh. thing with blonde hair. So <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I, I like the way they've done everything. It's very well done. Um, and then what, uh, okay. So like 
there's a lot to do in St. Pete. What are some of your favorite things for like entertainment, day activities? Yeah, I mean, we could uh, like spend an entire day going over I know, everything right? to do. There's, <laughs> uh, you could say there's too much to do, but yeah. you'll always find something. Um, so you have the St. Pete Fairgrounds, which essentially is this immersive art piece that is yeah, it's almost kind of like in a warehouse. The outside is all industrial, so mm-hmm. you kind of almost kind of feel like you're taking a back alley and you're going to like a super oh, secret cool. secluded place. Rusty. So it, it even has like even has the vibe outside. Mm-hmm. But the, when I was going there and it might still be the same um, art, that kind of same adventure. Uh-huh. It was it almost has a story. So there really isn't any kind of instructions when you go in there. But there's different things that you can uh, experience. There's things that you can find, little kind of hidden gems that are around the area. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It's been a while since I've since I've been there. Uh-huh. Um, but it's I don't even it, it it basically around is this underlying story that you have to figure out. Yeah. There's obviously people who work there who might help you guide or or figure out exactly what to do. But in each installation, there's something to find. Um, the main kind of big one was I think it was centered around like cats, which is kind of goofy to say, but it was this giant like cupcake that had like a cat paw print on it. But inside were all these kind of buttons that you would imagine have like a spaceship or something uh-huh. like that. It never said anything what the buttons did, but if you pressed them in a certain order, and maybe if you if, if maybe somebody else who was there like cooperated, um, something would happen in the art installation. No way. Um, and again, it's not necessarily uh, evident that that's what it's supposed to do. Right. But you would find that, and it's it is Lucky. amazing. That's I'm talking, really cool. Like, there was an entire dessert room that made it to look like all the dessert was all dessert from from the outside perspective looked awesome. But as you actually started to study it and actually look deeper, you realize that all the food was rotting. Now it isn't real food; obviously, it's all just art pieces. Right. Um, but you had this like uh, a strawberry that was also like a, like a seat that you could take pictures in, and then essentially this huge tiered thing with like cupcakes and other things around there. But again, as you as you actually looked into it, you were like, "There's like that's bitten into." Type that's of thing. So cool. stuff like that. So you have to like observe. Absolutely, I, you you could probably go back the next day. And nothing had changed about it. That's all the same exhibit. And you would find something different. That's really fun. That, like, keeps you on your toes. It keeps it exciting to go back, take friends, continuously Absolutely. check it out. And they usually keep it for a long time because, obviously, it's a big it's a big piece to install. Yeah. But they're always changing it. And it's not necessarily going to be the same story. It could be uh-huh. a different story. Or it could just be the, you know, conjoining. Uh, not conjoining, but, the you know, the part two. Right. Uh, of the next one. Um, but you don't really know. It's always this huge conglomerate of artists who put it on. So right. Well, how cool is that? It just goes on. You know, what I love about St. Pete is it's full of art. It has so much art. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and shout out a few more places. That I mean, there's lots. But I loved um, the Salvador Dali Museum. It was very cool. Again, you guys know the Spanish surrealist Salvador Dali. If you don't, check out some of his stuff. It is very funky. It is very out there. It's like immense, transcendent artwork. Um, he does oil sculptures, engravings, uh, and they're you know they've been considered throughout you know history. He's not super old, but as as masterpieces, and they have like a massive collection there um, at that museum. It is literally called the Salvador Dali Museum, so it has a bunch of his stuff. And what's cool about it? is you can take a really long time to observe the art pieces and like they looks different from lots of different angles and there's again like you said there's all these hidden um and like you said in the park there's all these hidden items in his paintings Mm -hmm. and so what they've actually done the museum which is pretty darn cool is 
they have an app for you that kind of helps you analyze and yeah. like check out the symmetry and the hidden figures inside the paintings. Um, and it really brings it to life. It almost feels like you're in these weird kind of scenarios of dream paintings. Um, again, he was kind of along the lines with Sigmund Freud and all those mm -hmm. guys where it was just kind of weird, subconscious, like stuff like that. So again, very out there. You know, I, I, I prefer some of the more classical like artist impressionism, you know, but it's a, to each his own. I thought it was cool to go see that because I'd never seen like a ton of Salvador Dali's pieces. For sure. I mean, art is subjective, right? Yeah. You're going to like a different style of art than I am. Um, you know, we might find one that we both like. However, you know, not everyone's going to see the exact same thing that you do, which right. is what makes art art, but it's also what makes art fun. Exactly. You and know? it's, it, again, it's, there's something for everybody, yeah. I think, whether you like modern art or you like more classical. And the cool thing I think about Salvador Dali Museum is the interactive observation. Like, you can stay there for a long time and, and realize you can listen to the excerpts and then you can hold your phone and it literally will show you, like, connect the dots or, like, did you see this hidden figure in here? And did it's really did, cool. Did, you did they have the VR thing up when you were there? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've, I've been technically twice, but the okay. most recent was when they had the VR stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's Hard to obviously explain without showing somebody what right, it is, it's but really hard. essentially you see the painting, and then it ends up turning 3D, yeah. and then you get to explore the actual painting itself, like what the actual uh, portrait is, mm -hmm. um, which is, you want to talk about trippy? It made you actually, it's like, pretty it's, darn it's trippy. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> whoa, you're like sliding your phone around, you're yeah. like, whoa. Well, you, get the, you get the headphones on, so you kind of get the, uh, you get the... The sensory. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and okay, we went during Art Week. So if you guys don't like crowded and long <laughs> lines, we, we went during one of their Art Weeks down there in St. Pete. So that was in September. Actually, the day we went was September 17th. So they have multiple like art walks, art events. So just check the calendar and go on a day, I would say, where it's not as busy, especially because everyone is trying to do the interactive stuff with all their phones and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it was still like such a cool experience. Um, the other, th like basically on the subject of what we were just talking about, more up my alley, I think, just with like um, fine art would be like the Museum of Fine Arts. Um, it's basically has a collection of arts and artifacts from all over the world throughout all the centuries. Um, Impressionism, modern art, African and Asian art, European paintings, photography. So it was a cool contrast. It's like they basically pulled Salvador Dali out for the Salvador Dali Museum of this of this entire, yeah. you know, vicinity of artists from everywhere, from throughout the decades and centuries. But um, this was cool because it's a mix. It's like a really nice mix. Uh, you've got Monet, Picasso, George O'Keeffe, um, who I really like. Monet, Picasso, yeah. and O'Keeffe. I love well, O'Keeffe. I think Picasso is usually the easier one that people are like remember. Yeah, um, but, yeah. He'd be like yeah. my third favorite though. Monet, I saw a Monet exhibit um, in Denver. And they had, oh my gosh, they had like 200 of his paintings. It was amazing at the Denver Art Museum. And so I got like, I got me like a little magnet. I was like, I want to like buy like prints of all these. They're yeah. so gorgeous. Uh, so it's not called art appreciation, but I basically took an art appreciation class in oh, college. Yeah? Um, and I enjoyed it. But it's because you had art, but then you also had music as well. Um, and See, I, I, nice. I, I, they go hand in hand. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, fine the, arts. the term is always, you know, I, oh, I fell in love with this. But yeah. I absolutely fell in love with O'Keefe because it's a really nice way to kind of, uh, 
kind of create a story in your head for what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the so we got to listen to punk music for like half the semester. Uh-huh. So it was always a fun class. Isn't that funny? <laughs> you know, that made me, speaking of fun, I did really like how at the Dell Museum they had a sultry garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool too. Because like you saw all the paintings inside. They did have a section for just modern art and then you like go downstairs and you go outside and they had like a little cafe and then they also had like the sculpture garden which yeah. was really, honestly fun. I think sometimes even in the... Uh, in the Dolly Museum, they do have other paintings of other artists. It's usually in a second, uh, in a separate area. Yeah. Um, but as you're walking, yeah, you they'll get have to like see some like featured artists, which is kind of cool. Yeah. They're, they're not big names. They're just like no, this, is just lo- this is a local artist and yeah, it's worth like being newer. there. Yeah. So. I thought it was fun. It was it was a really good time at uh, both museums. And then, uh, speaking of museums, uh, we also it's not art, but it is. Oh, I love history. Everything. We went to the Holocaust Museum, um, and. This, oh man, it's like heavy. It'll make you cry. I was going to say, it's like very heavy, but I just like, I'm fascinated with like the lives of some of these people. Um, So basically it was all about preserving the stories and the lives of these people um, and their families. So memorial to the Holocaust survivors and their families, they highlighted experience. Um, They showcased personal and like informative displays. Um, It's one of the largest Holocaust museums in the nation. Mm -hmm. If anybody didn't know that, which is kind of cool. I know, I know I, for one, when we came to St. Pete, I was like, oh, wow. Like there's a lot here. I just didn't expect there to be so much there. Like yeah. interesting museums and art, and then um, basically we got to explore history of anti-Semitism, the history of anti-Semitism, and racism during World War II, and then they had a hall of remembrance. It was just so cool, all the different pieces they incorporated they in have there. The, uh, shoes there. Yep. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. In fact, that's actually the one that always gets mm-hmm. me because it's yeah. like always old time shoes, and they don't really tell you, but you can always infer kind of, you know, whose shoes are. It's, it's like so sad, but it's it's important to remember that, and that's the, that's the purpose of the museum. And um, I would say one more thing that was kind of cool is they had like a special uh, section about Florida's response to the Holocaust. So mm-hmm. they had stories of people who had settled in Florida after the Holocaust. Um, they were from Germany, so that was really interesting. It hosts regular programs and events, like lectures, panel discussions. So they like really stay active with their events, which is kind of cool as well. Yeah. So I would say Holocaust Museum, a total must-see, as well as Salvador Dali, and then um, Museum of Fine Art. And what were two more things that um, we wanted to touch base on? I know you had mentioned the market. Yeah, so basically... Um on the beach, mm-hmm. you basically have like the you have like the St. Pete Market. It's not necessarily beach, kind of just like that waterfront. Uh huh, the waterfront um, by the pier, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you again, you end up having basically what uh, plenty of events over there, mostly uh-huh. farmers markets, end up happening yeah. uh, more regularly. You would know. Um, but, you got farmers uh, markets. I know. <laughs> um, but the 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 one that really stood out to me is that you have the small business event that actually happens, I think actually a couple times a year. So it's all oh, these small cool. business people who are. In St. Pete, or even to come around Florida, we'll go down there, and it's a huge outside event. There's plenty of music and food, and oh, fun. there was a uh, my favorite was um, a company called Mermaid. It was called Mermosas. And oh, that's they, cute. It, they were their obviously logo was a mermaid, but it was obviously just mimosas that were just supposed to be this nice kind of tropical feel. So I mean, it's stuff like that. Yeah. Um, funny enough, people like selling that. salsa, people selling jam, other stuff that was going on over there. But the market is is actually fantastic to go over I there. I love like and farmers e- markets. Even during the day, it's a nice place to go out oh, um, because yeah. again, you're it's basically a nice walk. You know, plenty of shade, plenty of trees, plenty of 
beautiful park. Yeah. Walk with your dog, do what you want. Again, water to your right. Yeah. Basically, old downtown buildings to your left. And then you go to the city. Yeah, I mean, we went, it wasn't a farmer's market, but we did, they had a market going on because it was like art week, art weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We, they had so many like art vendors that had made anything from their own jewelry to purses to whatever. And I got this super cute purse. The funniest thing about it was, it was like a local vendor and she'd done a lot of this stuff by hand. Um, I bought the purse uh, on the pier, like right before the pier. They had all the tents. Um, and I saw this girl in the neighborhood when we were doing a garage sale like months later. And I was like, I love your purse. It was the same exact purse as mine, but it was gray. And instead of, like mine is white with a gold, um, like kind of mermaid, like U shape. Yeah. Almost like a horseshoe, but like made out of like mermaid. It was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. It was like a mermaid tail shape. Um, I was like, I love your purse. Where'd you get it? And she's like, Italy. And it was, I, uh, I kid you not, it was the exact same yeah. purse. So I was like, did you, you really get that in? Have you ever seen kind of those like art pieces? Um, I, I know how to make them. I know how they make them just because when I, literally in high school, was, mm-hmm. I know somebody who would do that kind of art. But it's made out of like Starburst wrappers and they link them <laughs> together and they that. basically create those. It's and fun. And just mod podge it together. Yeah. So like, you definitely kind of see stuff like that. It's fun. I think when I bought mine, and this is always, this is make me sound like a huge nerd. Um, but I, um, I got really big into uh, tea, and so I really like tea diffusers. Tea. So for me, I bought a nice tea diffuser, and they put a nice little charm on the side, so it like hangs over your cup. Oh, um, cute! It had a little character from. Um, it's not Halloween ca- Castle, but that's usually the one that people know of the series. But uh-huh. it's a movie called Spirited Away, and it's the little. Spirited Away. It's this little character. His name's No Face, and he the guy just has like a mask on, and he eats gold and stuff no like that. But there's a little character that's on there I got to enjoy. So I have my own kind of personalized tea diffuser from there. I so, like that. Yeah. Right on. That's really <laughs> cute. I love tea. I'm a tea. I'm a tea. Well, I'm a tea girl and a coffee girl, but honestly, well, probably more of a tea girl. So I love tea. Um, and then, oh, the one thing I would say that was also really cool is we touched on the pier, mm. uh, but it's got beautiful views. It's humongous and has a restaurant oh, on it yeah. also. So, like we, we, like you said, we parked in the shady park by the trees. We like walked along the side by the coast. You pass the little waterfront. You go through the market, and then you get on the pier and you walk all the way down. I mean, it's so beautiful there. And we were there Absolutely. in like September, and it was yeah, it was gorgeous. So. I love the pier. I mean, they have a great, like, St. Pete pier there. The only other place that I can think of, and it kind of got messed up with the hurricane, mm. is actually downtown St. Pete. So mm-hmm. it's not, when you say downtown, everyone thinks, like, oh, I'm going to see giant skyscrapers and stuff like that. No. Downtown St. Pete is literally, like, first off, all the still things over see. Very cutesy, very kind of, like, uh, you could walk anywhere you go. Like, yeah. Like, like it's it's awesome. And when I, when I used to live there, there used to be a really old bookshop. Okay. And not only did they obviously sell modern books, but um, finding old, just leather-bound books. Oh, and it's so and cool. it isn't necessarily like a bestseller kind of thing. You might have you might find someone's journal in there. It's, That's kind of cool. It's literally random books. It's really cool. And for me, it's like it's like oh why would you? It's like reading someone's diary. So it's like is it like, like an antique store? Yeah. Unfo- again, unfortunately, the place it doesn't exist. And but because the hurricane ended up taking it out, Aww. but it like. One of the oldest kind of, not necessarily, it, it was like a library style. That's, that's what so it felt cool, like, a bookstore. Yeah. Um, but then you also have the taco bus. And I don't know if that taco bus still exists. I haven't oh. been in a very long time. Um, but my dad always raved about, we got to go to the taco bus. We got to go to the taco bus. Hurricanes are nasty, aren't they? I know. They ruin a lot of small businesses, that's for sure. But anyway, guys, St. Pete is still cream of the crop, amazing. It's a really cutesy place for, I mean, you can do it with anybody. Trip with family, Absolutely. girls trip, 
little like romantic like my husband and I stopped there on our honeymoon and like went with a friend when we were kind of road tripping around Florida so it, it, you can take your kids there it, it's two ten people like you can take any group there um, mix of girls and guys it's just a really fun place for everyone there's something for everyone it's quaint like you said yeah. cute sweet um, really fun town and if you guys are like anywhere in southwest Florida it's not that far from you Absolutely. My, honestly my biggest recommendation this kind of goes for anywhere is that the buildings that you look at that you go oh nothing's probably there take a second at a stoplight look around there's something there. there's something there. <laughs> yeah so. no i love it well thank you so much ryan this was awesome guys check out saint pete do a little weekend trip or if you've got a few more days do a longer trip there's plenty to see and plenty to do it's romantic and it's coastal and it's a great time of year to go to some nice beach area that has a good breeze with this hot oh, so hot, hot weather <laughs> so anyway guys we love you and we'll catch you next tuesday thank you so much ryan thank you bye hey there are you looking to buy or sell a home in Southwest Florida? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% they would typically pay an agent and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you are a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on Listella, you'll get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL. That's capital. T-R-A-V-E-L. Check them out at listella.com or download the Listella app today. Looking for the best new affordable pieces to fit in your suitcase for your next big adventure? Then check out shopbestdressed.com. From cute sundresses to absolutely adorable bikinis and cozy warm sweaters, Shop Best Dressed has it all. Shop Best Dressed today and use our Travel Brats code TRAVELBRAT20 for 20% off anything in the store. Happy shopping!